Welcome to the RunFit365.com podcast, episode 19. Booyah! Welcome to the RunFit365.com podcast. I'm your host, Travis Lozier. This is episode 19. And I said I wouldn't do this same intro again, but I have to call Dan out. Dan, as always, is with us on the show. We did our like five-minute um, touch base before the uh, podcast, and one of the topics we're going to discuss today is probably one of the most um, important topics we've discussed so far is um, how to run when you don't want to run. And I said, Dan, what do you have lined up for us today? He's like, oh, I've got 13 things lined up. <laughs> so so in the past, you know, 18 podcasts, I've introduced him as like the brilliant, you know, Coach Dan Cusin. So um, just goes to show you that Dan is always on top of this stuff. So Dan, uh, thanks again for sharing your brilliance with us. And don't get too excited now. All right. Yeah, that, that's right. You, did, you tell told me thirteen, but you didn't know if the, all thirteen were good, right? Yes, exactly right. Yeah. So th- that'll be a good segment. I'm anxious to hear what the thirteen are because I think if you're an athlete, if you're if you've ever tried any kind of exercise, it's that struggle of how do you stay motivated when um, you may just not have it that day or even a week. Um, so, what are some of the tips and tricks you can use to? Um, stay motivated and get out there after it when you're uh, kind of mentally not there. So um, Dan will walk us through um, his, you know, 13 tips for that. We've got a random runner's world lined up. And then um, at the end of this podcast, we'll have um, Dan talk about a few things that we've got lined up for RunFit 365 that I think is pretty exciting. So um, without further ado, Dan, tell us some of your secrets about staying motivated and getting out there when um, you just don't want to get out there. I think I called you um, last week on my way home from work when I was sitting in traffic, and I said, this is one of those days where <laughs> it's just going to be like I'm going to get home later than I expected, and it's going to be enough to push me off schedule. And um, on the phone, you gave me some tips. So um, why don't you just start with your 13, and we'll go from there. Yep. Um, and so first of all, and I won't go into detail here, but we have a, a blog from a while back called The Mental Side of Running, and that just that in and of itself is a good place to start. So things like visualization, affirmations, those are good ways to reinforce, um, you know, you getting out and doing things and, and seeing the value of it all the time. So we're not going to go into the, those details. These are 13 things that are in addition to that, but just a reminder that setting good goals, having the good mental um, aspect of things, those will go a long way as well. So I start out, this is sort of like the, the golden rule here, um, get a running partner. And so it's sort of the ultimate accountability. It's, um, you know, if somebody's waiting on you, then, then you're, you're going to go, um, Travis, you shared with me that that doesn't always work. And so I, I thought about that. Um, you know, what if your, your partner in crime, um, can't make it and it lets you know you can't make it, and you um, decide that you're not going to go because it's early in the morning or whatever. I thought about that. So here's an idea. Um, so one, I think best is if you can both meet somewhere that's not your own house. 
Yeah. Um, don't have somebody come to your house or don't go to somebody else's house because if, if you don't show up or if they don't show up, then you're, you're more likely to stay in your bed. Um, two, if this might not work for everybody, but if you can have an agreement with whoever you're running with that if you do cancel, nothing personal, but just wait till the last minute to do the cancellation. You could know the night before. You could know it at early in the morning. But just make an agreement that you won't hold it a personal issue against that person. Um, just don't do the cancellation until right at that minute because that allows you to feel like somebody's going to be meeting you. You get dressed. You get up. You do everything you need to do. And, and when they do cancel at the last minute, then you've got no excuse. That is just, that's brilliant because those two things that you touched on are essentially exactly what happened to me last week. <laughs> it was, you know, we had made a commitment to, to meet here at my house and we, we always kind of run from here because we've got several routes mapped out. But what happened was I got the text message um, probably around four in the morning. So that was enough time for me to just say, you know what, I'm going to just, you know, climb back into bed. But if we had that personal contract with each other that said, one, we're going to meet at this central location that helps you get out of bed and get going. And two, by the time you get there, um, if it's a last minute notification, um, you're, you know, the biggest thing with, with running is just getting out the door. If you're yep. out the door, it's going to happen. So, um, you know, I don't know what your other 12 look like, but we can call this an episode if you want. <laughs> no way. No, there's there's a lot of other All right. Other All right. I won't steal any more of your thunder. What what do you have? Okay. So some of these we've talked about a little bit in the past. Um, this is just sharing your um, everything in the public eye. So um, not only just post what your workout was, but post what you're planning on doing. So Facebook, if you have a blog, Twitter. Um, you know, there's various ways you can do that socially. Um, post the things that you plan on doing and then post how you did on them. So your planned workouts and then your completed workouts. Um, and share with as many people as possible. So, you know, don't just do one social media, do, do multiples and hit everybody. Um, and then here's just something you could do is keep yourself honest by uh, posting not only each workout individually like that, but keep a running total of the percent of workouts that you've completed that you're supposed to. So, you know, if you've done nine out of 10 workouts, that'd be 90% complete. And just, that's a number that you can see that you'll be posting publicly. And of course, you're going to want that to be as high as possible. So it's just another idea of how to make it public. Yeah. Uh, number three, reward yourself. It seems pretty basic. Um, but if you can figure out some short-term goals, so not, you know, I want to run a marathon in three months from now. You need to have some short-term goals and along the way um, reward yourself. So if you, if you have four workouts scheduled for the week and you've hit all four and you've, you've told yourself as long as I've completed all my workouts, um, I'll reward myself with this or the other thing, whatever, um, that, that'll kind of hold yourself accountable um, the one thing I want to say is try to avoid food as a, as a reward. That's usually what most people think about. You know, I'm going to go and have a pizza on Friday if I work out or, or whatever. Um, you know, if that really is the only thing that gets you going, go ahead and do it. But 
just keep in mind that um, just it's a, a negative reinforcement on nutrition. Um, and I'm kind of a stickler on that stuff. Uh, but it could be something like buy yourself something every week, um, something small or something that, you know, what if it's a short-term goal of up to a month and it's something that you really want, so it's something a little bit bigger. Um, or go to the movies or go get a massage or, or do something that, um, you know, is rewarding and something you, you can uh, pat yourself on the back with. Yeah, something small that um, I've done before is, you know, we've talked about getting out of the bed in the morning or running, but, um, you know, I've made a commitment that if I'd get up and, and move three out of the five days during the week on Friday, I would grab, you know, just a simple Starbucks just down the road mm-hmm. um, on my way to work and just use that as a special treat. I know that doesn't seem like much, but um, that tastes really good on those Fridays um, mm-hmm. after that week that you've completed all your workouts and you've hit your little um, target. So, um, it's not so much the coffee, it's just that, you know, what that coffee meant. Um, so it, it, it's not the biggest things. It's just set up something that can, you know, you can feel good about, um, uh, by meeting your targets. Yep. And try to hold yourself to it. You know, if you've, if you've said, <clears throat> I'm only going to do the, the Starbucks on Friday, if I've done all four of my workouts, well, if you've done three out of four and you're feeling bad and you want to go to Starbucks, try to avoid, you know, not rewarding yourself because there is a mental um, aspect to things. So, you know, whatever you do, whatever you do, just try to, to make it work for you. Um, there's several on this list that have to do with vanity. I mean, we all, um, you know, we, some of us just run for, for the looks of things, you know, to make ourselves lose weight or, or you know, make ourselves look tone or whatever. But um, vanity is, is a good way to, ne- not necessarily 100%, you shouldn't do it just for vanity, but it's a good way to, to keep things in check. So here's one idea is to hang a picture in the mirror. And there, there could be multiple things you could do here. This could be a before and after of yourself. So you, you do the before picture and you put it up on the mirror and you're building for that after. And as you look at the mirror, um, you know, you're reminded why you're doing this in the first place. Um, it could be of yourself from another time when you were in great shape or whatever and you just want to remind yourself this is what you can look like. could be a motivating picture of, of just anybody that, you know, motivates you. There's, there's a ton of, um, I think you'd get to go to things like Flipboard and, and put in motivating pictures or whatever of athletes and see a bunch of people that just look like they're, you know, working really hard and whatever floats your boat, just put that on the mirror. And the other thing is, um, if you know somebody that, um, can't walk or can't run or used to be a runner and can't do it anymore, somebody that, um, you know, as you look at that picture, reminds you, you know, I might as well do it while I can. Just think of whatever picture that you could put um, in a place, it doesn't have to be your mirror, just whatever place you would see it at the right time to, to motivate you to walk out the door. Um, the next one, this is no secret, it's uh, keeping your alarm, alarm clock in the right place. So I, I keep, my, my phone is my alarm clock, it's right next to my bed. And I bet I hit the snooze button three times at least. It's way too convenient. It definitely doesn't get me out of the bed. Um, so put your alarm clock in a place that is out of the way, across the room. Um, so you have to actually get out of bed and walk to shut it off. 
Um, and then instead of going right back to bed and hitting snooze, make a habit of going to the bathroom, you know, trying to go to the bathroom. Um, and when you go and do that, turn on the light. So you're kind of forcing yourself to work out, or I'm sorry, wake up little bits at a time. The, the light's on, you're trying to go to the bathroom, so you're standing, or I guess you could be sitting if you're a, a lady. Um, and then if you do have that picture on the mirror, you're going to walk past the mirror probably and see that picture. So all those little things, they may seem little, but they can, especially if you get in a routine, um, can kind of add up on each other. <clears throat> um, next one is to lay your clothes out. Uh, again, not a, a major surprise, but um, not just your clothes, everything that you use to run. So your, your shoes, your GPS device, everything that um, you need to run and put it in a convenient place. And then have that located so that you know, you've already set your alarm clock. You're walking past them uh, both to shut off the alarm as you're going to the bathroom and seeing that picture in the mirror. Um, keep it in a place where it's just welcoming. You see those clothes um, and they're just ready to go. The next one, and I don't know where how this plays in, but, um, you know, it is February. It is cold outside, at least in where we live. But in the majority of places, I think it is colder than usual anyways. Um, why not throw your clothes in the dryer? Warm clothes are easier to put on. Um, it really shouldn't affect your running. So you get your warm clothes on. It's not going to affect your running because as soon as you go outside, it's going to be cold. And it makes it a whole lot easier to go outside if you feel warm already. So just an idea to throw your clothes in the dryer first. That's cool. Yeah. Um, next one. So do an online competition. I had to do a little bit of looking on this because I honestly wasn't real familiar with, uh, you know, websites out there that do this kind of thing. I think there's several. Um, Strava is a pretty popular one, and it's gaining popularity. And they have... Um, ride and run challenges. You can go and on their site and I just kind of browsed through it earlier today and there's there's a bunch of different challenges that you can sign up and basically uh, log your miles or your time against other people. Um, you know, try to be, make it a little bit of competition out of it. Or you could do a local, you know, competition. Somebody, you know, group in your office um, or, or, you know, join multiple um, challenges to increase the, the accountability. So just an idea of, of, you know, creating competition so that it, it just something else that gets you out the door. Um, so again, on the vanity, uh, a, a weight loss challenge, you know, you, you see this thing, on, this kind of thing on TV all the time. There's office challenges. I know in, um, I've been in offices where they, they do that sort of thing and they weigh in once a week. And not that it has to be all about weight loss because, you know, you, you may not lose a ton of weight running unless you're, you know, way out of shape. But um, it is a reason to get you out the door. So make it a, a friendly competition. Make it something that uh, maybe just you and one other friend or you and, and another group. Um, you could do something like offer money for the winner or, you know, my wife does those wine and canvases. So, say the group of you are doing it, whoever wins gets to go to that for free. Um, or make the loser do something, you know, terrible like, you know, the ice bucket challenge, make them pour a, a bucket of ice over their head or something if they're the loser, something like that. So, just another way to get you um, thinking about what you can do. 
So there's four more. Um, and I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm coming home from work. I'm exhausted. Um, I'm tired. I don't always feel like working out. A lot of times when you're at work, you don't always remember to stay hydrated. Um, and that can feel like exhaustion. That can feel like, you know, not wanting to work out. Um, it basically steals your energy if you're dehydrated. So a, a good thing to get in the habit of doing if, if you feel you're pretty, you know, if, you, if you've been hydrating all day, maybe this isn't a, uh, something you'll need to do. But most people probably don't drink a ton during the day. So when you get home, instead of deciding not to go for your run, go ahead and grab something to drink. Um, you know, water is great. You could do something with a little bit of, um, you know, glucose in it to kind of get you going. But a lot of times just taking a, a, a drink of, you know, a cup of water or a couple glasses of water, um, that'll bring your energy back and, you know, keep that from getting in your way, essentially. Um, the other thing similar to the drinking is eating something. You know, sometimes I have every intention of having snacks throughout the day and I never get to it. Um, if you've had a long day and you get home and you're undernourished, uh, that's another thing that might f make you feel like you don't have any energy. So if, if you don't feel like you have any energy and you know that you haven't, you know, eaten something in the, in the recent past, um, grab something, just get some quick calories in it. Sometimes that's enough to do the trick to make you feel energized again and, and push you out the door. Something like an orange. Uh, orange is quick energy. It's not going to weigh you down if you go to for a run. Um, so like say you get home, you have an orange, you take a, a glass or two of water, um, that might be enough to you know make you feel ready to go. Um, sometimes... We just don't feel like running at all, right? So instead of feeling like you have to run, and that might be a deterrent for you if you know you have to actually go out and run, um, how about just commit to, I'm going to take a walk for sure. You know, I might run, I might not run, but I'm going to take a walk. And especially if you had a long day at work or whatever, um, a walk is actually a great thing to do anyway. So, um if you say, you know, whether I want to run or not, I'm going to get my running clothes on and I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to at least walk. Um, I, I bet nine times out of ten you get started, get to go, you get your heart rate up a little bit, and you're going to feel like running in no time. So um, I bet 90% of the time you're going to end up running, um, and that's just by deciding that you're going to walk. Um, and, you know, for any of these things as well, remember – just the feeling after a run, um, things like feeling accomplished, feeling energized, psyched, you know, whatever, however you feel after a run, that's what you need to focus on, not, not how you feel before the run. And finally, um, number 13 is, is my favorite because, you know, we do these running plans, we, we do coaching and running, um, but my favorite thing is triathlon. And so, uh, it's a little bit of a vanity thing. I guess it's you could be thinking of it as trying something different. Um, but, you know, in triathlon, um, the things you wear are pretty generally revealing. Um, you know, when I do a triathlon, 
just like most people, most guys and, and gals, you're in skin tight stuff. Guys are generally without a shirt. Um, so if you sign up for a triathlon, I guarantee you're going to work really hard to look your best because it's, it's something that, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. Everybody around you, um, it, there's different shapes and sizes and, and there's no, there's no wrong way to look, but at least for me, it's a pretty big motivator to get in shape because I know I'm going to have to, you know, be out there and, and basically nothing and running around. So, um, do something like a triathlon or do something different for you and, uh, see if that's not motivating. So I think that's 13, Travis. Well, when you got to 13 and you said your most, you know, this is your favorite one, I was just waiting for you to say like treadmill running or um, <laughs> running with music on the treadmill or something. Right. So, no, I, I was taking notes. All 13 of those are just e- extremely insightful and valuable. And I, and I think, um, you know, each and every one of those uh, will help you get out the door. I especially liked... Um, there were a few right there in the middle when you talked about um, it was almost a series of small things that if, if you were to do it, add it up to be big. Mm-hmm. What one was, you know, as simple as getting your clothes laid out and, you know, and organized. I know that especially if you're running in the winter, sometimes that's just a, you know, it's a barrier. It's something you've got to get up and, and do. But if you can do that the night before, that's one less thing you have to worry about. Yep. You know, if you've got that motivating image um, nearby and you've got the alarm clock across the room uh, and, and then you go to the restroom w- with the lights, man, it's going to be really hard to get back in bed after all that activity happens there. So, um, You know what you could do? Yeah. You, you could pack, You could put all your clothes in the dryer yeah. instead of, you know, right there. And you could put your, <laughs> this, is, this is a stretch, put your alarm clock in a box that locks and put the key in the dryer Go start the dryer to get the key, unlock the the box to shut off your alarm. I mean, there you go. There you You're go. Kind of that, forcing it. You might uh, you, your significant other might hate you because yeah. the alarm clock's going off for that amount of time. But that's like forcing it, right? That's hardwiring it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So um, yeah, there's no question. There's enough. What you know? There's so many. You know approaches you could use with those 13 tips um dan those those are great um what do you have them in front of you because i i think i missed a few what what were they really quick again for the people listening sure um so get a running partner make all your workouts public reward yourself um hang a picture on the mirror or wherever it makes sense to hang it um make your alarm clock uh located somewhere that's not convenient. Lay your clothes out. Throw your clothes in the dryer. Do an online competition. Start a weight loss competition. Uh, drink something when you might be dehydrated. Eat something when you might need some extra calories to get you going. Uh, commit to a walk and run if you want. And then um, do something different like a triathlon. One thing about, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, the, the online challenges, and I, I don't know if we've done a great job marketing the PR challenge, but I know that there's enough people interested in that and downloading our runfit365.com training plans that I thought maybe I would throw it out here too. I didn't want to interrupt you when you were going over that, but 
Um, the PR challenge, the idea behind that is pretty simple. It's just trying to get uh, 1 million people to PR uh, in 2015. And essentially that's been, um, you know, RunFit's kind of focus this year on giving these plans away to help you become better runners. So if you want to learn more about the PR challenge, check it out on runfit365.com. Um, you'll find all the details and that that's just another way um, to kind of join a bigger movement of people but you know the other challenges Dan mentioned those were great too you know I uh, to tack on to the PR challenge and, and I think I just came up with a number 14 and really this is probably I don't know why we didn't think it I didn't think of this because this is kind of what we do but um, get get yourself on a training plan there's not much and that's, that's really besides the benefit of training without getting injured or training, um, you know, to, to reach your peak. Um, it's, it's accountability. So, you know, ours are free and I, I might be, um, you know, I did write them so I might feel like they're good, but I think they're pretty good. And so, um, you know, if you need that level of accountability, uh, just get yourself a training plan. That's a, a big start. Um, the other thing is I was thinking about, as I was putting together this list, um, something that we could add to the PR challenge that might be motivating to some, um, and similar to the vanity stuff. Uh, I'm thinking about, and I haven't ironed this out completely in my head, but look for something on our site here soon as we work out the, uh, the details. But I'm looking to start a contest to where um, people could submit pictures of themselves, um, and you know, at a race finish line, and you know, during a workout, just a pose, whatever. That's a motivating thing for others. Um, and I'm I'm thinking of putting this uh, like a June first timeline, um, and that way, people, you know, a lot of people wouldn't submit their their picture if they didn't feel like they're ready. But this gives you plenty of time um, to get yourself in whatever shape. And, and hopefully it's, it acts as an accountability to, you know, if, if you want to take this challenge on and send a picture and you know that you want that picture to look really good or whatever, you have till June 1st to, to um, turn it in, to get, get in whatever shape you want to be, um, turn it in and, you know, motivate others. And I, I don't know exactly what the details is. Maybe we'll give away some free training peaks plans or um, spun outlet plans or something. Uh, so if, you, if, if you're hearing this and you're interested and you have ideas of what would make it um, really cool for you to, to participate, let us know. Um, but that's kind of what I'm thinking, just sort of a, um, you know, one way that people can s send their pictures in. We'll post all the pictures, um, make it really motivating for people to come to a page and just see a bunch of people that are, you know, ready to go. That's awesome. And, and with, you know, mobile technology it's so simple now to snap a selfie at the end of a race where you just crushed a PR or crushed a workout um, and upload it straight and, and tag RunFit365 on Facebook or Instagram or RunFit uh, the Twitter account so yeah Dan let's work on that offline but I could see it complementing the PR challenge too I could see it doing tons of things for the you know RunFit community so I, I think it's a great idea Awesome. So. And the other thing that I'll go ahead and put a plug in, because I'm sure you're anxious to get to our uh, Runner's World <laughs> article and right. try to stump me. Yeah. Um, 
some people have asked in the past, you know, what are good resources for um, either becoming a coach or self-coaching? Um, and there's there's a, a million things out there. Um, when I first started coaching, I had trouble, just, you know, figuring out what those good resources were. And I did reach out and I had various, you know, luck with getting some resources. But um, I started to put together a page on our website, and we just published this tonight. Um, it's called, under resources, it's called Coaching and Self-Coaching Resources. And when you click on that, basically it's a collection, and it's not a complete collection yet. I, I moved somewhat recently, and I'm still unpacking. And um, But I've linked out to um, Amazon, which we have an account through Amazon, so if you click through, you're, you're helping us keep plans free. Um, but essentially, I've listed out several of the books that have gone into the plans that you have on RenFit 365. Um, a lot of the, the very um, key aspects of things that I coach by. Um, there's things on, you know, how to know how to build a training plan, things on nutrition, um, workout ideas. There's a whole book on resistance training, injuries, all kinds of stuff. So um, I, I really think these are great books. They're, they're probably, I know they're not the only books. There's, there's a ton of them out there. And as I unpack and, and come up with uh, the ones that I've really used to, to create plans, I'll add them here. But take a look if you're interested in learning more about um, you know, self-coaching yourself, becoming a coach. Uh, these are great resources to have. Um, and, and I'll also think about other things like resources and um, studies that I've read and post those here as well. What I like about the way that this page is designed, though, Dan, is it really segments um, kind of, you, you know, how you've coached and how you built the plans. But it also um, gives you a great visual that, you know, if you're looking for books on training, you know, consider these. If you're looking for books on nutrition, look at these. Um, if you were looking for workout ideas, consider these books and then resistance training and books on injury, uh, books on specialty areas. So you've really got this segmented in such a way that as you feel comfortable with the books you publish out here, and I think that's what's important for people to know that what you're listing out here are, are what you've used as inputs into developing you as a coach and the plans that you see on Run Fit. This isn't just a um, an arbitrary list out here of random books. You've used the, you know, the contents to drive RunFit 365. Um, so people should feel comfortable that you know this is a trusted source here. Yep. Um, now this looks good. I'm I'm actually scanning it right now. Um, it, it reminds me of. Um, there's also a site. I won't go too far off track. I want to be respectful of people's time, but. Um, when I was going through grad school, um, you know, at the time they were talking about business school and, you know, does it make sense to go back to business school? And there was a site called the Personal MBA, and essentially yeah. it was a, um, you know, a gentleman that said, you know, you can essentially obtain your MBA by just reading these books. And he had it segmented by, you know, finance, leadership, and um, over the years, I've watched that site grow because I remember at the time, and, and it's just it's taken off because, you know, if you can use good self-discipline, there's nothing in your way of being um, knowledgeable in the sport of running or being a, even a coach. Um, you know, there's tons of good stuff out there. So, 
I, I like where you're going with this because I think it could be um, similar in some regards to that. You know, if you want to be a running coach, you know, th- this is what it takes and this is what it could, you know, what it looks like. And if you want to be a better athlete, um, check these books out. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Great resources. Yeah, good stuff. All right, can I stump you now? You absolutely can. Well, I know this is a, this is not going to happen because this is um, this is the linchpin of marathon training. This article is from um, September 2013. We don't have to. I won't scan it much. It's on page 47. It's called a distant goal, and it's talking about long runs and how they build endurance and mental toughness. I don't even know if I want to read any of the headings here, but what are your you know, initial thoughts on kind of the long run um, and any words of wisdom? So uh, the long run is for, you know, the marathon, the half marathon, the long run is really the staple. You can do all kinds of different workouts, but without a long run, you're not going to be able to, well, you could make it to the finish line, but it's not a real smart thing to do. Um, There's just so many things that you're working on from a, um, energy system perspective you're you're teaching your body to utilize energy from various sources like fat uh, that unless you practice you're just not going to do very well so that's that's the energy perspective there's just the things like muscles and and ligaments and you know putting time in uh, on those long runs over time and you don't want to just do it suddenly um, but that that basically builds those muscles and builds those those tendons and ligaments so that they're stronger and they're not gonna um, you're not gonna be injured if you uh, build that up over time when you go do a race. Um, there's a huge mental component. I mean, if you've done, you know, not everybody should do 20 miles or, or 22 miles before a marathon, but if you had done that. I mean, you know for sure you can get through 22 miles. You only got four miles left. So there's a huge mental component of things when you do a long run. Um, So there's just so many things that it's important for. Um, I think I mentioned in the last blog article I put out there, it's not even – it's something that you could break up if you needed to. You know, if you needed to to do an hour in the morning and an hour in the the afternoon, you still get that that benefit. It's it's learning to be – um, learning to run with exhaustion as well. So there's just so many benefits. What what have I missed though? What what are they saying about the long run in that article? <laughs> if you want to know the honest truth, I set once I read the the title of it, I set the magazine down because I know I was just like he's going to knock this one out of the park. Let me see here. Um, talks about tuning out. Uh, let me see. Oh, buddy system. It talks about the importance of doing your long runs with the buddy system, uh, pairing up, running in circles. It looks like um, that's more about you know specifics when you find a loop. Um, and it just did a quick scan. It talks about nutrition and things like that. Um, so I, I think you've knocked it out of the park. And and on what day was it this week? It, I guess it doesn't matter, but. Earlier this week, I saw an article, I think it was on active.com, and it said, essentially, if you do no other runs, make sure you get your long run in, and it was just a quick article on, um, you know, some of the key points you talked about in the long run, and 
using that as, um, you know, get, get your time on your feet. You know, don't always worry about um, how many miles you cover. And I think you always kind of talk about that, Dan. It's one of your main philosophies. And they say if, you're, if you can build up to, um, you know, three to four hours, whatever you're, you know, shooting for in the marathon, again, it's a good confidence booster and it gets your body used to being on its feet that long. Um, and, and the value of that when it's race day is just um, unmatched with any other kind of training run you can do. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to um, – time on your feet I, I think has a negative connotation. It's really a lot more than that. And I'm, I think that the one thing I hadn't spoken to yet is the cardiovascular system. Yeah. You basically have plumbing. You've got a, a heart that's a pump. Um, you have to make that thing work as as well as it can, and it doesn't just do it out of the box. You get to practice, and so the the more you, the more long runs you put in, the longer they become, um, the the better that system's being utilized, and and the stronger it's getting. So, um, you know, that's another component of, of why it's important. I, I don't like when people say, and I'm not saying Travis, you, but um, time, just putting the the miles in or the time in, because. It's it's a whole lot more than that. You are putting the time in, but you're you're accomplishing a whole lot more. Some people say, you know, I'd rather go out and do a, a tempo run or, or something that's worth my time or, or quote unquote quality workout. And quality workouts are important, but to me, for for a long distance event, there's nothing more important than you know the the long run and, and working the system that you're going to be uh, utilizing during a race. So. I sorry, I went off on a little tangent there, but I just don't want people to think that it's just a formality. I guess. Yeah. How do you really feel about time on your feet? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew exactly what you meant by that. Um, no, that's good. Um, and I think for anyone that's ever trained for a marathon or a half marathon, um, at least maybe more than once, they understand that you know just the the long run is so critical. It, it truly is the linchpin of any training routine, training plan you'll find anywhere. I know Dan and every single one of yours. It's you know that gradual build up in, in the cycles that we've talked about in the past. So um, that was kind of a weak r- random runner's world. And I knew it as soon as I flipped to that page before we started the episode. So. Um, <laughs> You know, one of these days I'll get you. So let's just kind of wrap up here and do a quick summary. So, Dan, you reviewed your 13 and then you added a 14th point um, on, you know, what what tips can we use to get out and stay motivated when we just don't have that motivation. And um, you reviewed those and I think you added the training plans at the end, which is um, so important, you know, for accountability and things like that. You announced that we'll have a campaign and and stay tuned to that we'll, we'll find a page on the website we'll talk about it more on episode uh, 20 where that campaign will be launched as far as you know photos and sharing motivation in that way i think it you know it's nice fit with the pr challenge and some of the other things we're trying to do um to motivate one million people to pr this year um you talked about the coaching and self-coaching resources the web page looks beautiful. It's laid out um, nicely, Dan. You did a great job with that. Um, and it sounds like you'll continue to add books as um, we kind of go throughout. You continue to grow and um, revise our plans there. So check out 
um, coaching and self-coaching resources on runfit365.com. You'll find that if you just mouse over um, the resource menu on the top of the page. You'll see that. Um, and then we talked about the value of the long run. Yep. What did we miss? Uh, you remembered more than I did, so I'm not sure. Well, I've got to take notes on you. I mean, I learn something every time from we do these. So, um, Dan, as always, thanks again. And um, do you want to close by saying happy training? Happy training. All right.